busy romnivores. We're fucking busy as shit. <laughs> Hence our hiatus. I'm Haley. I'm Kristen. I'm Mariana. I'm Sabrina. So, hello, friends. Hello. Hi. Hello. So, hello, friends. Uh, we are a little, we're two weeks late on this episode, but our theme this episode, episode seven, is New Year, New Me. That's right. And um, how how prepared were any of you for this prompt? I read this book so far in advance because I read it last year and it magically fit the prompt. So, nice. Um, I as soon as we I figured out the prompt, I was like, <gasps> I have a book. It fits. Um, and it doesn't just fit my normal way of like <laughs> just being like, wow, just so on the nose like it fits in like a fun way mine is is fully an embrace fit like Mm -hmm. i'm just telling y'all that now mine had potential Mm. okay so here's the thing um i had a very specific idea of how i wanted this new year new me book prompt to work I knew exactly what I wanted Same. and I did not think I would have as much trouble as I did finding it. Mm-hmm. And then when I, I mean, because the monster genre is fairly extensive. Okay. Yes. Yes. And, and yet, and yet when I actually went looking for the like, prompt fit thing I my field was barren (laughs) and my memory was blank and and I was searching for a book that I exactly what I wanted but turns out I remembered it wrong and it does not exist oh you Mandela affect yourself yeah, I did. I Mandela affected myself. What the fuck do you mean it doesn't exist? Because what book did you what book okay, what book did you think you were doing? Okay, so I what I wanted was I thought I saw this premise for this book, but I remember reading the synopsis and going, Oh, I really like that. And it was this woman and her roommate turned out to be but I thought he was like a new he was like a newly turned vampire that just went back to his home and was like because she knew him from before and it was like a second chance but oops he's a now a vampire situation um I found that book that is not um that what is happens not in it? what happens <laughs> in okay um, that happens Okay. And so then so then I just started like once I had like my heart set on that specific book for that specific reason and then turns out um again I Mandela affected myself. Um <laughs> I feel like we've all been there. Mm-hmm. You know, like yes. I feel like all of us have been like, "Oh, I definitely read that book or like saw a premise for that book and then all of a sudden you read that book and you're like, "Oh, this is not what I signed up for." This is a different book and plot completely i'm just gonna say um we'll get to it when it is my turn but uh this was a quest and the quest did not end how i intended it to end 
and I will just leave oh. it there um, for right now. Yeah. Was it? Okay, 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 <laughs> fair. Um, well, I'm the first one going this mm-hmm. week because we did decide a few weeks ago that uh, we're going to switch it up because usually by the last person, vibes have gone mm-hmm. down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so we all we all deserve all right. a chance to come <laughs> in hot and get received hot, you know? But I do have one last thing to say before I do start. Uh, I did watch Saltburn. You want to talk about a movie that you, or like a a media that you fucking walked into not knowing anything about and then went, what the fuck am I watching? How did you not know anything about it? I didn't know anything about it. I'm on social media too. Like I lit. I was going to say, you've been on TikTok like so many times I've every also day. been concussed for like a week <laughs> I will say but I think because I think it's based on Bride's Head Revisited by Evelyn Waugh um, Ooh, is that a possible. book? yeah it is and I feel like that is a book that you it's not quite as um, off the wall have all of you watched it? no I haven't watched it and I, and I, I love you. it I, I do know what happens, and so I do have every intent, intention of watching it. I just haven't been able to because that is a movie I know I will be watching by myself, not Oh, yeah, yeah. Kristen, I feel you. I love that movie so much and was so fucked up by it that I fucking watched it again yesterday oh. with one of my best friends because I wanted all of their reactions and like now I feel like none of you should watch it Kristen you've already watched it I feel like none of you should watch it we should do a live reaction to it oh, no. video I'm out. when we all go to see Noah Khan okay I'm willing I'm willing to wait I will do that for you okay I, I would watch it again <gasps> with people who wanted to watch it I don't know. It's not something because I watched it by myself and like it's not something. That is your first Sorry. mistake. No, listener, that. if you're going to watch that movie, you need somebody <laughs> there to bounce things off of because like the Truly. entire movie, I was like, did somebody else just see like, did you did you just see what just happened? Mm-hmm. I already need to fucking hop into a book because so I ready. I'm yes. coming in hot and yes. I am almost fully unprepared, but I also am fully prepared because I'm obsessed. Question one. Yes. Is it sci-fi? No. <laughs> wow. It really is a new you. Y'all, y'all, it... <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> I have a fucking re- a book, or it is a recommendation to be clear, but I do have a book that is not sci-fi. Check me out. Although, wow. I will say that... Um, well, we're just going to hop into it because, yeah. boy. So I realized, <laughs> what was it, Friday? I was like, oh, shit, we're recording Sunday. Mm-hmm. I haven't read shit for this prompt. I can't read shit because I'm concussed. Mm-hmm. And, like, I am not going to fucking listen to an audiobook that fast because I... I I can't read or I can't listen as fast as I read. So I was like, I guess I'm going to have to do a book that I've already read. And then like a fucking genius. I did l- listen to an audiobook while I hyper fixated 
and cleaned the shit out of my kitchen. There you go. Yesterday and listened to an audiobook and I went, oh, this is it. This is what I'm fucking doing tomorrow. So I didn't even have to search for it, my friends. Okay, so my book, this episode for New Year, New Me is um, technically a quadrology. Um, and I have not finished <laughs> the last book, but I have finished the first three. <laughs> there you go. Look at me. So, our prompt. New Year, New Me. What is it called? <laughs> the Mate Games by Kay Lorraine okay. and Meg Ann. It's the, well, specifically the Mate Games War because there are going to be four series based on the Bitches of the Apocalypse. Mm, Can't think of what that. they're called. The, the bitches. Horsemen. Nope, the bitches. Um, okay. So, <laughs> bitches of the apocalypse. Uh, so, we actually read the whole Pestilence series on HBs, but I went back because I fucking loved it so much. I was like, I have to know where this comes from. Are y'all ready for how this first series fits mm -hmm. the prompt? Because mm -hmm. I fully embrace this puppy. You know how it's 2024 and it started on a Monday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the main character of this book, the heroine that I really wish that I lived in her life, except I don't because it's fucked up. Uh, her name is Sunday. And the last year ended on a Sunday. Oh. There you go. So <laughs> we're stretching. That is, that is uh... <laughs> I embrace the shit out of this prompt. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's five star or like five five noms, uh, but y'all uh, y'all can fight me on it. That's fine. It's it it's still DTF. <laughs> I allow it because it's not five five. <laughs> Are you about to be harsher on my sci-fi Rex than like anything no. else? You're gonna yes, no, but it's New Year, New Me. <laughs> I fucking love that Kristen's. Like, oh, that's also a good fucking point. Five noms, because it's not sci-fi. New year, new me. Let me fucking read something that's not sci-fi on the podcast. And it's not Eloisa James. <laughs> the shots being fired. Wow. Um, I do not appreciate this. How fucking dare you? Ma'am? Sorry, guys. You're not wrong, but also, like, <laughs> fuck you. So, anyway. <laughs> so, I have been listening to these audiobooks now for several months, so it's about to be rough. Because yesterday I listened to, like, eight hours of audiobook. Maybe not, no, it wasn't that fucking long. I, it was while I was cleaning my kitchen. So, like, five hours cleaning my kitchen and cooking so like i like i said i'm not done with the series yet but like whoa, boy y'all <laughs> full cast narration mm, on the audiobooks <gasps> especially when it's a fucking wide shoes fantasy paranormal romance series boy you have four sexy men just 
chatting in your ear holes and then you <laughs> deep clean your microwave and hate yourself because you're not in her life right now which like to be clear her life is not great so anyway yeah i'm gonna say uh five out of five on rex new year new me for me specific y'all it would have been so i didn't even think about that Kristen. i wish i thought about that queen of shoving things into prompts like <laughs> i could have literally wrecked so many sci-fis and been like new year new me oh no so many not sci-fis actually mm-hmm. All right, so five out of five on Spice. She has a vampire. She has a werewolf. Also, Sunday is a werewolf who was not able to shift her whole life until through the power of coming mm-hmm. and being horny for her mate, <laughs> she could shift in like book two. <laughs> that good, good D. Yep. Wow. Well, no, more new like year, new Sunday. More, more like, more like he's her <laughs> alpha, and so he's like shift, and she's like, I'm trying, <laughs> sir, man, I'm trying, and he's like shift for me, and he, she's like, bro, she's like, don't yell at me. <laughs> That's basically what it boils down to. Is like the first time that he's like. Like her wolf pops up out of nowhere, and her wolf is like, "Uh, you spoke to me. How? <laughs> Excuse the fresh fuck out of me." And then, uh, boy Hattie, uh, he fucking does it again, and she's like, "Fuck you!" And then she just loses it. To be clear, she's already done it to save her best friend and herself because they did get kidnapped by fuckheads. Mm. Anyway, Spice is just <clears throat> wow. I feel like I can't even fucking say barely anything because like it feels like a spoiler. I'm just going to say five out of five. Like if you're into DP vaginally and anally guess and you're into paranormal guess what you get that if you're into priests because guess what her fourth lover her fourth mate is a priest who is a vampire because spoiler alert skip ahead like 30 seconds because i'm about to spoil the shit out of some stuff he's a fucking vampire priest who killed his whole flock a hundred years ago because he got vampired by some crazy bitch i thought you were gonna say he got peckish <laughs> i mean so all right and then just murdered a hundred people no Hello, sneaky snack. it was because like you know the Midnight fucking mess. you you know the <laughs> fucking dare you Kristen. it was a good show yeah. well anyway he's all fucked up because like of course he is <laughs> He's a priest and then he gets turned to an, into a vampire and he's like, oh, I can't go into my I can't go into my fucking uh, church anymore because I fucking murdered everybody on this Irish island. And let me tell you. His voice mm. in this fuck like they also have like call me daddy and he's like, OK, baby girl, like it's a whole thing. It's hot spice five out of five because cover your ears, Mariana. Cover your ears, because you're about to be real upset by 
Okay, no, say it. So I actually made a TikTok about it while I was deep cleaning my microwave because I was very sad that I was not currently being um, finger fucked and shoved full of altar candles in my asshole uh, before getting fucked on an altar after some wax play. <laughs> Mariana, you're fucking shaking your head. You're like, I can't. I can't. This okay. is too much. I'm out of the altar candles, but otherwise it's fine. You don't want to get fucked by a candle? Like, it's like a perfect know. it's no. a perfect introduction. Thank you, to yeast infection. Anal. No, 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 this no, is, no, 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 this is no, not, Sabrina, well, I mean. Sabrina, have you seen an altar candle? That's not an introduction, baby. Those things are this Yeah, I was big. like, an altar candle is huge. They are. I'm not Catholic. I had no idea. I was thinking, like, tapered candles. I was no. like, what a perfect. No. Oh, okay. Well, well, he's. Like an altar candle is. I'm so sorry. He's, he's throwing a hot dog down a hallway, and that's okay, because it's still hot. <laughs> Mariani, your face. You're like, I fucking left at. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I peaced out at, at Daddy Little Girl because even hearing somebody say Daddy Little Girl is when I yeah, I, it's that's also, why I started it's not at first because I saw Haley's face, which is just just mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not like yucking anybody's yum, and I've tried it and like reading it is better. Like I've desensitized myself to like reading it. Well, you um, have to, you have <laughs> yeah, to yeah, in absolutely. the current realm of absolutely. romance, and. I was like, well, maybe if it's a monster, because I've tried like monster, like a daddy, little girl stuff. And it's like, ooh, as soon as that comes out, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> it's fine. It's like, it's like the lightest. There's no age play. If you're, if you're into age play, this is not the series for you. Uh, what if, can I make it better by um, the first time that she and the werewolf fuck, they go into a weird third, like 50th realm forest and he chases her down and then claims her i mean i don't that like that just is awesome but like i don't think it negates the t- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, two things don't cancel each other yeah. out well it's you not would like not like none of you would like the confessional scene then so moving on <laughs> yes swoons so swoons five out of five on swoons like wow you have four options to go for if you don't like the fucking her calling a priest a vampire priest daddy well guess what there's the rejected werewolf mate from being a child because she rejected him because she couldn't shift and nobody knew and so she rejected him and now he's been a sad asshole for like 15 years and guess what? Well, it hasn't been that long. It's been like maybe a day. De- I, I don't know. It's been a while since I read the first couple of books. It's fine. What are the uh, other two? I said this. Vampire and... Oh! No, you said vampire and werewolf. You've only spoken about the vampire yeah, and the no, werewolf. No, I've talked, about, I've talked about three because there is a born vampire. Nope. Oh, vampire. so there's two vampires. There's uh, two vampires. One is born you. vampire. One is turned vampire who fucked up his whole life. Right, right. There's also a Norse demigod who is literally Loki, but he's not called Loki. And he is a, he looks like Thor and he's so hot he's as fuck. Son? 
No, he he's the mischief maker. He is literally the demigod Loki, but he's not called Loki because he's like, eh, no. Okay. We don't learn that until like book three. So like, sorry, after the fact, spoiler alert, but uh, he's fucking hot. He's like six gazillion feet tall and he's blonde and beautiful and he fucks like a champ. Mm-hmm. Fucking vampire boy. He calls her Dove. I'm sorry. What a fucking beautiful romantic nickname in his British accent because it's a full cast narration. He's like, never mind. I'm not going to. Which which vampire? Just vampire if, or priest if, vampire? If I, if, if I mean priest vampire, I'll, I'll say priest vampire. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because don't worry, priest vampire has an Irish accent and oh, okay. And H-E-A, zero. I have no idea. Um, actually, I guess ah! two and a half. I'm not done with the last book. Like, the first couple of H-E-A's, I remember the first one, me going, what the actual fuck? And being really glad that the next book was immediately available. And then the second one, same thing. And then the third one, same thing. So we'll see. Um I haven't finished. Is it one of those series where, like, every book until the last book is a cliffhanger? Define a cliffhanger? Oh. I'll put it this way. Like, nobody would be satisfied if it was only a two-book series with the way that that ended kind of thing. Like, nobody's going to read the first book and be like, oh, this this was a great ending. I've read the book now. I'm done. No, you're going to go read the second book. It's the same thing with fucking Mate Games Pestilence. Like, by the end of it, you're like, well, thank fuck it was four books. Because if you had left me at one, two, or three. Anyway, uh, so I'm going to say H-E-A or that ending, though. Uh, I'll say actually two and a half. Nope, I lied. It's zero. I Like, I, I have to finish. Because otherwise I'm not happy. So... Where am I at? 15. TBD. 15? Fuck yeah. This shit is DTF and uh, it's not wrong. Let's fucking go. Nice. Even even <laughs> if y'all fight me on my big brain stuff, still DTF. No, I think it's beautiful. Uh, big brain stuff was magnificent. I thought it was <laughs> perfection. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. All right, who's next? Hey! <gasps> oh, me! Okay. um all right listeners um so i also you know we all did the same prompt new year new me and like i said at the beginning of the thing i had a very specific thing in mind i wanted to go science fiction or fantasy and i wanted it to be a human that was literally a new me they were transformed into something else That is what I was going for. So I wanted either like a newly turned vampire, newly turned werewolf. I didn't, I don't care what they were. And I had plenty of options, but we've wrecked them before. I could have gone with like a court of mist and fury. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. that whole thing, I could have gone with um, uh, magpies and mayhem because I Mm -hmm. love her. And the main character is a newly turned vampire, which is, I guess, kind of where, my like thing came from Mm. um and it turns out 
when I was deep into this book and past the point of no return and unable to read another one or choose another one, um, I did remember the Calling Crows series, Shelley Lawrenston, and the second book in that one has an abused woman who is murdered by her husband and resurrects as a crow uh, by the goddess, Norse goddess of vengeance. And I was like, oh, that would have been perfect. Should have hey, done Haley. for that one. What? Can, can I interrupt you? Sure. Um, I was curious about what you were talking about with Calling Crow, so I did start to Google it and look at it. Um, <clears throat> the first thing that showed up... Is the up, Christian rock band? No, it is... Uh, <laughs> it is, in fact, uh, Calling Crows for food, Calling Crows to eat, Calling Crows to make friends... I mean, I don't hate it. I am all about that. Anyway, so move on. I was just <laughs> I was delighted like, by that. Um, it's oh, it's the undoing. It's the second book in Shelley Lawrenston, the Call of Crows series, and it is, is she the one favorite. with the honey badgers? Yes, she is. Yeah. Okay. This is a different series, though. I just really quick, I have to get this out of my brain. If any one of us could make crows our friends, it would be Haley, yeah. I think. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. The only reason I just I, haven't I feel like it, it is yeah. because my cat is a murderer. I feel like it requires oh, consistency, and I can't do that. I'd forget about consistency them. Consistency and a fixation that I feel like Haley could really pull oh, through yeah. for us, yeah. and and like have crows be delivering her like baubles Haley's um, neurodivergence is definitely crow based yeah <laughs> it's it's snow white based like yes. the forest animals are my friends except it's the fucking crows that just bring her shiny things yeah every once in a while yeah I okay, I continue sorry I just it was in my head where I was like we all need to Acknowledge. Yeah. I, acknowledge I appreciate that. Friend. I think that is one of the greatest compliments I've ever been given. So thank you. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, I want you to take this as a compliment because I really it is a compliment it because Haley is the Snow White of us. I feel like, yeah. like yeah. she's the one yeah, who would that. do that. So anyway, there were numerous books that I could have chosen um, after the fact that I had forgotten about um, after I had found this particular book. So my choice. <laughs> King of Flames by Catherine Ann Kingsley. And you know what? I had to go on a fucking quest for this because my library doesn't have it. Like, you can't find the ebook or the audiobook on Audible or whatever. Um, I think you can find it on Audible, but I wanted the ebook. And then mm-hmm. I had to go on Scribd or Everand. I didn't look for it on Audible, but I found it there. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do that because it's free ish, whatever. So find this book. And I'm like, all right, now the premise of this book is that there are humans, okay? She's a human, and then they are, like, like uh, herded and taken to this place called Under, where then they are transformed into creatures like the people that kidnap them. That is the whole premise of the book. And I'm, like, spot on. That is what I'm looking for. I am looking for, one, a human, and two, transformed. What could be better than a human that is transformed on page, Okay. Mm-hmm. Found it. Nailed it. it. Super excited about this book. Um, first, we have Lydia. She's in her mid-20s. She is a forensic autopsy technician. 
and she I don't have that tag no but she's (laughs) there you go at it she is a forensic autopsy technician and it starts off like the book is incredibly well written like very very well written I don't know why it's so hard to find because there are some real real sludge piles uh, in KU <laughs> that are very re- very much readily available and this is a, is a very well written book and the audiobook was good too um, and then you have her friend Nick who is the, the uh, security guard for the uh, building she works at because she works at um, it's a crime lab it's like a government yeah it's like for all of the Bodies. Yeah, she's like she, she's work, she works for like the police. It's like the government, and it's a government crime lab, so it's security. So he works for security there. Um, then you have the all the random people from under, which I will get to. So anyway, big brain stuff. I thought right that this would be five out of five. Okay, five out of five. Uh, spoiler alert: it's not. Oh, it no. is not a five out of five. I'm gonna give it a one point five for noms for big brain stuff because guess what guys every single fucking person gets changed except her oh no oh no okay hang on i still feel like that is not like i feel like that's higher than that because the character you wanted to change did not change but it still fits the prompt by your own definition, it fits the prompt. Fine. If Sabrina wants me to give this a three and a half, I will give it a three and a half. But that is as right. high as I go because I was angry. Two and a half. I like how I'm arguing uh, <laughs> arguing you up. Usually, we're arguing <laughs> each other down. Yeah. But I was just like, there's, there's literally a scene where, like, they've collected all these humans and there is a giant mystical lake of blood and they shove them in and they pop up and here's the thing okay so i guess we'll we'll move on to the synopsis all right so she's a forensic autopsy technician and she wakes up one morning with a tattoo on her arm just like a nickel sized random rune tattoo on her arm and she's like i don't know where this came from because like all i did was get home and have some tea and read a book and go to bed like she's like, I did not get drunk. That's it. Like, right? Like that's a new fear unlocked. Yeah, that's very <laughs> yeah. scary. Um, and she's like, I didn't get drunk. I didn't black out. I don't remember having like hitting my head. Like she's going through all these things that like could have like logically right to like that could have happened where she would wind up with this like tattoo on her arm, and she's like, she's trying to scrub it off because like maybe she just like sleep drew on herself it's not coming off she even uses bleach and like a scrubber and it's like not coming off and she's like oh no and now i have a rash so now it's like i have a tattoo and a rash um and she's like well uh i'm gonna be late for work and i can't handle this like my brain's not gonna let me handle this so i'm just like gonna turn that off and it's like she's like i'm just gonna compartmentalize it and get on with my day so she does (laughs) And this takes place in Boston. Um, She rides the T. She goes to work. She checks in. And it's Thanksgiving week or whatever. So she's expecting it to be light. Um, But it turns out her boss is like, hey, since you handle things really well, here's this 
you know, uh, dandy. I think he calls him a dandy doe because he's like a fancy man uh, in all white. Ooh. So anyway, she gets our stuff. She goes into the, the opens the body bag. She's and she finds this. This is this guy. Okay, he's got black hair, pale skin, and he is dressed head to toe white. Mm. Just, but in like a Hate but that. like in a Victorian. <laughs> Like a Victorian suit. So we're talking like white cravat, white shirt, white vest, white jacket, all this stuff. Um, and he even like has the two button side breeches. Yes, everything. Okay. Oh. Everything white. And so Why? she Okay. So she starts the whole process and which I really appreciated because like they go through like all the steps, right? That you have to do for like for to prepare a body for um like forensics right for for oh, evidence cool. so mm-hmm. she's like rem- like takes a picture removes an article of clothing takes a picture removes to an be clear i think everybody in this chat right now would be really into that we'd be like yes give us all of the details yeah, we're I very love, curious i love yeah that's super- a procedural are you I kidding i do too <gasps> I was so excited about it. I was like, I, this is fantastic. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I was very, as frustrated as I was with the ending of the book, because it was very well written and it was mm-hmm. very engaging. It just, I was telling Kristen prior to, I was like, this should have been a part one of a bigger book. It should not have been a book. Oh no, itself. it should have been like a duology. It should have, well, I don't know. I haven't gotten to book two yet. So like, but probably, yeah, it should have been like a part one of three, basically, you know? Like if this would have been a Sarah J. Mass book, this would have been the prequel. Like this would have been the prologue. Okay? Okay, if this would have been a Jennifer Armentrout, we're like, this is this is prologue territory, okay? Mm-hmm. This isn't even in the fucking book. Okay? Um, please don't tell me that your pants feelings is a zero because I'm going to be really sad because now I'm about to put this on my TBR but like I, am I? Oh, let's we'll, we'll get there Sabrina we'll get okay. there okay um, so anyway she's doing all this procedural stuff and she noticed she gets down to it gunshot wound he's got all these things and she's like god damn it because she's going to have to sit there and pick all of that shotgun like shrapnel out of each one of these wounds and it's going to take all day and she was hoping she was going to get to go home early but she's like whatever so she's doing that then it gets to the point she's got to test blood it looks like from all the wounds and everything it looks like the body's fairly fresh so it shouldn't be that big of a deal except what happens is that she sticks that plunger in and pulls it out and no blood guys I don't know and then why. She goes into the I don't know why artery. I hate the word plunger so hmm. bad. I don't know, <laughs> but she uh, and again, air. Okay, that's worse. So then she goes and gets a like the basically the heart thing. She's going getting the special tube that's going to go straight into that heart. Tap the source, baby. Get that blood out and dust. Okay. I hate it. So she's like, oh, and so I know where this is going, right? We all know where this is going. Mm-hmm. We've read enough uh, paranormal fantasy. That's, you, oh, you have okay. no blood. Where Your this is going so is me leaving my whole ass <laughs> yeah, life. Cold, cold. Yeah. 
Just say it, Bella. Say, say, say it out loud. Vampire. But here's the thing. She's like, I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to think it because like, she's because she's a horror fan. She's like, as soon as I do, something weird is going to happen. Nope. Mm. This is just a strange situation. And then, of course, she checks his mouth and um, those are some sharp teeth. And then she notices he has a white tattoo, like a white ink tattoo on his face. And here's the kicker. It matches. It's the same tattoo as hers? Her tattoo. And as soon as she realizes that, right? Okay, so her arms, gloved in gore, picking out this stuff. She's like, oh, no, the body, the head turns and opens its eyes and looks at her. Absolutely not. Do you know how fast I would burn that bitch to the ground? I'd be like, (laughs) sorry. Okay. Okay, well, here's her thing. She's like, she's the horror girl that started watching them when she was little, and she's all like, I wouldn't do that. She's always yelling at those main female characters because they always do the dumb stuff. And she's like, no, murder the monster. Ask questions later. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's like, I would absolutely 100% do that. And then she is confronted with a monster and she's like, oh shit. I do understand now why they like accidentally run into a closet you know like i get it i mean like Um, to be clear i also used to think the same thing and now i've read enough romance novels that i'm like but i might fuck it first you know (laughs) so she was not of that mind 100 percent. she was like "Mm, no i'm getting the heck out of here um and he like kind of like newborn folds off the table because it seems like he hasn't quite gotten his thing. And this is where I thought I was safe, right? I was like, oh, maybe we have a freshly turned vampire. Maybe this is going to be the hero. And I was like, I'm fine with that. I'm cool with that. I will accept that, okay? Like, maybe this is a... And I'm like, okay. So she's like running out and then... She's like screaming, help! And she tries to lock him in. And then people from the other offices are coming out. And at first, they think it's a joke. Like, they think it's a prank. And she's like, oh my god. Um, And then um, the vampire does charge. And this other, like, higher up lady, who's kind of like a boss lady, is like, "Um, all right, you two. Like, this isn't funny. Ha ha. Nice prank. This isn't funny. And then the vampire does charge her and all of a sudden, like, poof, both she and the vampire just disappear. Ah. Like, out of existence and everybody's like, the fuck just happened? Police are called, tapes are reviewed. There is no one on the tape. Nothing shows up. But is she doing the work they can see her on the thing like doing going about her business like doing stuff oh my god so and they what about her pictures nothing turned out nothing on the thing oh my god and the thing is they can hear him because like when he talks to her (gasps) they hear the voice 
but nothing is Do there. Do you know how fast I would nope out of my whole ass life? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely not. So then Terrifying. she meets up with her friend, Nick, um, who is a security guard. And she's like, "We're let's go get some beers after work. This has been a crazy day. And they're like, okay. So they go and they're sitting there and she's like, like, do I tell him about the tattoo? Because the weirdest shit is that it matches. And, like, she didn't tell the cops that because how do you explain to the cops that my tattoo that mysteriously appeared on my arm matches the face tattoo of the body that doesn't exist that I was performing an autopsy on? Like, you don't. You don't, right? <laughs> like, you don't. Yeah. Um, and then she's so they're there and they're having some beers, and Nick is acting kind of off as well. And he's like, I got to get this off my chest. And um, she's like, oh, God, what's happening? And he pulls up his arm, and he also has the tattoo. It's a different one, but he also has a similar, like, ruined tattoo. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? I do, too. And they're like, my God, what the heck? And they leave, and they start to walk home because they're like, this is crazy, we don't know. Are we having the same trip? What's going on? And then in the street, like it's like dead ass quiet because I don't know, it's Thanksgiving week and it's like one in the morning. Um, a giant in dragon armor shows up <laughs> with a with a petite lady who says, Master Edu bids you to come with him. And they're like, what? Nope. And so they, like, shoot at him. Nothing happens. Like, they do all this stuff. Um, he comes charging after them with a giant sword. They split up. And well, of course actually, he does. Yeah, What obviously. else is he going to do? Exactly. Um, Adu, the monster guy, comes after her. She somehow ended up with... Nick's. He's Monsieur Adu? Yes, the monster is Master Adu. Um uh. and she somehow ends up with Nick's gun. It's in like and he has her and is basically like going doesn't say anything. Giant like 8 foot 9 foot dude in like plate armor. And he's just like, you're coming with me, but he doesn't talk because he's mute and that lady is his translator. Um mm. And so just when she thinks all is going to end, she notices there's a chink in his armor. She notices there's a person in it. So she takes the gun. She shoots him right in the neck, blows his head off. Uh. And she escapes. Then she tries to get in touch with Nick. He's not answering his phone. She thinks he's dead. Turns out he's not. He just dropped it. And they're like, whew, all right. They get back together. Um, and... They, I don't know, it's like four o'clock in the morning. They get in touch and they're like, all right, we're going to meet up at Starbies at <laughs> six. Okay. Um, and then she's like, this is my least favorite part because I almost got, um, let's move on. You know what? Let's, let's, we're going to move on to swoons because it, it applies here. Okay. Um, the only swoons that occurred in this book were from pain. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, pain? the only swoons were from pain. So the only swoons that I can reliably um, say is that I felt swoony at, like, 
legitimately swooning at was when she gets home, um, she th- is pretty sure that they can track her them because of the tattoos. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. oh no, no. No, 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 so no, she decides no. she's just going to remove it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she's and, she's not going to use a tattoo removal though because that's no not, she's not because no. remember she is a forensic autopsy technician and she was in you know at her past life not literally but like her past job was a paramedic so she is you know trained in uh, she went to medical school she's a trained scalpels she would know how to do yeah. it so Abs- she gets her hobby knife um, she <laughs> fillets herself mm-hmm. yeah no and this is the swoon um yeah her hobby her hobby knife set which is basically scalpels um that's like a various scalpel heads um and she like goes all around the side like you know and then she just has some forceps and she's basically she understands she's just gonna have to like yank it off like she's just gonna have to yank it and then she's like, I can do it. And then she's like, Ugh. and then she does pass out. I am does. so squeamish that like, I a little bit feel like I have to leave for a second. And yeah. Go I, gag. This was, this was me like in my kitchen, like washing dishes going like, oh. I think I'm about to pass out. And so she does, she manages to remove the nickel size, like tattoo completely off of her arm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did it right handed. She's a lefty. So, you know, she, she did it right-handed, impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and after she wakes up from her swoon at the pain and the gore, she does wake up to find, oh, no, it is back, but now it's on her right forearm. <laughs> oh, it was no. all for naught. She, where, yeah. Where, where does this the swoon come in oh she, oh, she swooned. swooned she swooned. she passed out she passed out oh and i almost she out. so swoons mm-hmm. yeah. swoon 100 yeah. how are um, how are you rating that um i gave it what did i give it for swoons i gave it a three i felt mm-hmm. very swoony <laughs> I feel like that's not the name of this game. I give it to you. I love it. I love it. I gave it it to you. (laughs) I I got physically woozy from that description. I almost I got woozy from your Um, description. Yeah, same. I'm going to count it. All right. Um, So anyway, she, they meet up. Good for you. Yeah. Then another person shows up white hair all dressed in white his name is leon and he is like much nicer and he's like hi um so sorry about this but you and your friend do have to come with me and they're like fuck no we're not coming with you and he's like yes you are and then he throws nick through a gaping black void hole that magically appears and um, and he's part of the white clothes cult and he's part of the white clothes cult um, and then eventually she is also taken and you, she pops it, up. Are you sure this is a romance? It, it, it is. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. 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 Promises have, have been made and I have read the synopses of other, of the back of the whole series. And, um, I believe it, it, it gets there. But like I said, this should have been a prologue. 
This is a part mm-hmm. one, okay? Because mm-hmm. now we are in under, and we find out that, um, okay, have any of y'all ever read, this This place reminded me of Neverwhere by Neil Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and then um, The Witcher, have y'all watched or, or read The Witcher? The concept of the convergence. The whole premise is, like, the, they're, like the multiverse, I guess, their world phases through. It's kind of like the Fae, like the Fae realm existing on the same thing as Earth, but only at certain times can you like pass through the realms. They exist, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is like, they call it the convergence. And people are chosen to fall, which is what it's called when they become the creatures of under. Um, and like, she's been herded and she's like, all right. And nobody will tell her anything. Nobody knows what's going on. And you fast forward to the part where you're like, okay, they're all going to be dunked in this water, like an unholy baptism and come out, um, as like a part of either one of the houses. Um, there's like flame, which is. Adu is the king of. Then you have words, which is like purple. Fate is blue. Shadow is black. Moon, I don't remember. And then they, there's the vampires. I forget. And they're all white. Um, and Interesting yeah, choice. Exactly. And then, because all the blood, right? Yeah, their oh, fucking laundry bills must yeah, be right? insane. <laughs> um, and, and no one is born in under. Like, every person they have is taken from the human realm. And it seems like the world is, um, like, collapsing in on itself. Like, it's not expanding anymore. It's shrinking. The world of under or the our world? world? Under. The world of okay. under is shrinking. Um, and she starts having nightmares and of a mysterious man. Same. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. And there's a hot um, but mysterious man, all in black, in a sarcophagus. But he is breathing, um, and she notices his entire face. Basically, his entire face is covered in a mask, except for one eye. Absolutely not. I am down for face a mask, but not that one. Hot. Well, guess what? You're in luck. You're in luck, Sabrina, because the entire name of this series is called The Masks of Under. And it turns out when you are thrown into the roiling blood cesspit of the ancients and you are born anew of the fallen, um, you are given a soul mark. That's what the tattoos are. And the more powerful you are, the bigger your soul mark is. And this sounds like a cult. And the more uh, bigger mask you have to wear. So the more powerful you are, the bigger your mask I'm is. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Wait, what? Wait, yep. hang on. Are we talking? Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about how much covers your face? Yep. Or how, like, big the mask is? How much covers your face? Okay, because I did oh, okay. immediately go, we got people walking around with, like, just like giant taxi like, size yeah. like the lion like, king on broadway yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's that's exactly what i thought about um no it's just like whether you have like a little like a little like ooh look mm-hmm. at me 
like masquerade mask or maybe it's like a full-on half mask or you know what situation but if you're super powerful like king adu which i guess is why he can't talk i don't know again he's only has one eye exposed everything wait but he is dead is he the hero king adu king of flames um i don't know i don't know because again this should have been a fucking prologue Oh no. Okay. So like you're gonna finish this series and tell us about it, right? I think I have to. And I want to Yeah, I need you to Yeah, like because I like I've decided I am not reading, so I need you to take the take the L potentially (laughs) and finish this and tell us about it. So pants feelings, moving on to pants feelings, um, none. None. Mm. No pants. No pants. Oh, I bet not. Um, mm-hmm. King Edu does say, hey, I am going to murder you in the morning, but I would really like you to have some fun the night before. So why don't you just jump on this? And Lydia is like, um, hi, thank you, but no. Gonna pass. Um, and then why, in- why was my first thought was the Princess Bride of good night, Wesley. I'll probably kill you. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, except, except he does see Edu would definitely fall under the I like maybe himbo category. Like he's not oh, he's not cruel just to be cruel, but he's um, all brawn, no brain. But is he like, also like the Dread Pirate Robber in that he, it's just a title? Because didn't she blow his brains off? Oh, guess what? You can't die here. She did. Oh, she okay, did okay, cool, cool, cool. Fully cool. murder him. It didn't stick because the only way to fully murder a person, like for reals, is you have to remove their soul mark mm. completely. Um, so I guess it for so, King and for King Adu's part. So have, like, how the fuck do you do that? Do you skin their whole goddamn body? Because like, you would have to in his case. Yes, you would have to physically remove his mask and then you would have to basically flay him alive and then kill him in order for it to stick. But she Yes. I'm so confused, but you just I, it'll take forever. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really quick, but did his head grow it grew back? back? Like he's got a new head. Yes. It, it's oh Is it like in Beetlejuice where he has the tiny head first? <laughs> no, and then it's I'm cool. assuming it's like a respawn situation. Or like a baby yeah. head. Oh, like you just respawn at your last save Are we point? just deadpooling yeah. this puppy? Like, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Um, Thank you, I think I think it is same size. I do not know how the rapid just, growth is. Like, if it, I don't, I don't know. The I just want to be clear. I hate all of this. Like, literally, <laughs> like there. I am hard. Yeah, Haley. Think of a time that you've been talking right now, Haley, that I enjoy. Like, yeah. I hate all of oh, this. Oh no, except the first for part the where they I were... liked the procedural yeah. part. Except, yeah. no, I like yeah. that part because I did. I don't know. We're not going to talk about my thoughts there because it was it was wrong. It was wrong. It yeah. was fully dark romance. But like everything since then, really, it's just a little <laughs> bit been a train wreck that I feel like I can't look away from. Yeah, welcome to my wild ride. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. So Thanks then, for bringing us with you. Yeah, you're welcome. So then uh, we go back to her dreams because, again, we're this another swoons in the pant feelings. Um, we have King Aeon, who's the king of shadows. He is in hibernation. No, it seems that no there is No more swoons. Door. I can't handle another description like oh, that, Oh, no, my it's going to get good. It's going to get real good. Okay. <laughs> um. So it turns out there was a war at one point. You have the king of flames, the king of shadows. And in order to do a truce, they agreed that one would rule and the other would be like hibernate for a hundred years. And then they would swap. <laughs> one rules, okay. One I was like, yeah. and then what? Okay. They're just cool after a cool off period. Okay. That makes um, more sense though. And they would swap. Um, but it turns out something is waking up King Aeon, king of shadows before he's supposed to be awokened right well like obviously he's the king of shadows like if there's anything that we've learned reading romanticies and dark romance Mm -hmm. fantasy it's that like king of shadows is not gonna stay asleep my friend king of shadow is going to wake up dick you down real good and then make you question every fucking thing you have ever thought about yourself as a human Mm -hmm. (laughs) um about that dick you down real good um no! No! <laughs> um, so she does start to, like, have dreams about him. And she's like, oh, from what she can see, again, all black, tall, like, lanky, but built one eye. Everything else, black on black. Shades and shades and shades of black. Um, she's like... Yeah, he he is handsome. Oh, he also has a gauntlet that is just claws. Like one hand is gloved, one hand is a gauntlet that's just like like uh black panther claws, but like real long. Like <laughs> okay. Um meow. Meow. <laughs> and everybody she finds out from like whispers, right? Uh that he is a bad man. Whereas King Edu is like you know, ruthless, but not cruel. Um, turns out King Aeon is a psychopath, like just sadistic psychopath. He does, he does enjoy fighting. Not a people. sexy psychopath? Like, I mean, it's debatable. Again, all we can see, all we can see is roughly body type. He has longish black hair and one eye. All right. Everything else covered. But a do sounds like Tamlin. He yeah, a little bit. Like a little him a little yeah. Um and but there are times in her dreams where he's like trying to she's like, I just want to wake up. And he's like, Yeah, it's time for you to wake up. And like he does so by reaching into her chest in the dream with his clawed gauntlet and like ripping her heart out. And then she wakes up. Or the second time he does it, he does just, you know, necklace her with claws and then take her head off and then she wakes up. To be <gasps> clear, listener, if you don't know what necklacing is, because Haley did just make the hand motion, it's choking. Yes, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, little uh Don't forget, this is this is audio. <laughs> I know, I do, I do forget sometimes. Um and then the third time she has a dream about him and he's like, Ooh, what are you? Because she's unique. Um, because again, she is the only one that doesn't change. Oh, Oh, also BT dubs, the whole changing of the thing. There are people like things. And then there are also monsters like real weird 
monsters. Like there's this thing called a grasping, which is basically just a bunch of like hands and elbows. Absolutely not. It's like a I'm already out. It's a tumbleweed of hands and elbows <laughs> with like two claws. Just like just a bunch of them. And that's all they are is hands and elbows. It's like a tumbleweed with a skull in the middle. And it turns out, it turns out that when you are thrown into this primordial god goop, um, you can either come out like looking like a human like you with a soul mark, or you could just come out as a monster. And then guess what? You're gonna be hunted and eaten. Yeah. I hate this. Haley, how the <laughs> fuck did you settle on this book? Like, how is this the book that you were like, guess <laughs> what I'm going it? on yeah. TBR with for <laughs> New Year, New Me? No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm so here for it. And so to sum up the pants feelings, um, she does have pants feelings sort of for him, but it's mostly in the feelings of pain where in the third dream, after she does Guess what, change, friend? Pants feelings is intended to be your pants feelings. Yeah. And based on what I am hearing, I understand the zero. There's none. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no pants feelings in this book. He does like somehow insert his fingers into her, but like not in a good way, and just kind of root around and torture her. And then she does pass out again another swoon from pain. Mm-hmm. Um and then she wakes up. And turns out she's just going to be killed in the morning. So she does escape. She gets, she, she unlocks her thing. She gets on a grasshopper horse and she escapes. I'm sorry. A what? A, a grasshopper horse. They're okay. like, don't like, don't like that. Moving on. <laughs> um, and she is like riding because there is supposed to be a gate in the middle of the town which is miles away from it. She does have to go through a very dark, full of monsters wood, but she's going to do it. She's like, cause fuck it. I'm dead either way. At least I'm going to die trying to escape. And so she's like grasshopper horsey. I'm assuming it's like this. It's like a bouncy sort of like <laughs> yeah. thing. Like a giant bouncy mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, um, Ooh, this might count again for another swoon, which garners <laughs> three. She is blown unconscious by a bolt of lightning. And she does wake up, which counts as a swoon. So there you go, uh, mm-hmm. Sabrina. There's my three and a half. That's why I have three and a half now. She is swooned. She swoons three times from pain. That's um, not a three and, and a half. That's a three. I'll, I'll give you a three because it happens three the times. The half is because we swooned when Haley was describing. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you, Haley. Um, Can I and- clarify real quick? When you said that you sw- like the swoons were because of pain, do you want to know what I was expecting? I was expecting like knife play the fucking wreck that I requested, which is like tawing post fucked up shit. Like the swoon is taking care of somebody after all their shit gets fucked up. I was not expecting my shit. I, I didn't wake up for this Haley. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I did not walk up into this ready for this. What the fuck dude? It is. It is 11 in the morning. Honestly, I'm having a great time, Haley. Yeah, thank you. Um, I love it. And those, so she does wake fucking up. Fucking enablers. For the third swoon, <laughs> for the third light, lightning strike swoon, and she finds out that, oh no, Dream Man, King of Shadows, Aeon, has awoken, and he is there, and he, like, grabs her. And that is where the book ends. 
All right, that so what's your, that, what's your rating for that ending, though? Because I suspect we're about to have our second ever non-DTF book. Yeah. Because if you try and give it more than three stars, I am going to fucking fight you. No, it's seven. <laughs> Let's see. I have. I got. I did two for that ending though, because the oh, ending two. reminded me. It reminded me of when Rhysand snatches Feyre. This from is one the million percent a court of thorns and roses. Yeah. Like I want you all yeah. to know that this is a court of thorns and roses that we just listened. Yes. To. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's just. It just so happens. This is why I skipped that book. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're like, I'm not fucking with tampon. Bye, bitch. <laughs> so um, let's see if I can count that six, seven, eight, nine. T- that's ten and a half. Ten and a half. No, 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 no. Wait. What did, I did? No. I did three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half wounds. Oh, whoops. I did. Um, I did give it. Uh, a two for pants feelings um because i was trying to be generous it's a zero no it's just it's a okay. zero, it's a zero. Man. so it's nine yeah so there there are sexy things because again no one can die and no one is born in under and so the only thing they can do is kill each other because it doesn't stick or uh screw each other uh so understandable but like she's not really having it and honestly i'm with her on this one She's like, I'm not a prude or anything, but like, I just, I don't know. There's just something about, but this place sucks. This place really <laughs> sucks. So, I, like, I'm not getting hot and bothered I, in a place that sucks this yeah. much. I started like, what was it? Like halfway through you talking, Haley, I was like, I'm not reading this because I feel like Haley has to read this and report back. Um, I have since rescinded that. I. I may read this because I have to know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like oh, I feel yeah, like I need, I need I feel like series. I need to read this book for my own experience. Yes. You know? The writing is good. So here's the thing. The I was like, I'm really enjoying the world good. building, actually. And the world no, building. No, this is that's the thing, is this is fascinating. It's just also horrifying. Like if you want to give me the scene, like the pages mm-hmm. or the Kindle percentage of the part that we all swooned about yeah feel free to let me know so i can just skip back for the record the removing of the tattoo i don't know it it wasn't that bad actually i say that i fucking love king of flesh and bone so you know here's the thing um you will because i listened to it and Mm -hmm. what was what i really appreciate about that scene is she was all of us she's like oh god okay Oh, so she it. the narrator was doing a really good job. Yeah, she's like, I'm nice. I'm fine. I can do this. I can do this. I can <gasps> Okay. <laughs> it's just like a band-aid. 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 It's a band-aid. It's not just like a band-aid. Opposite of a band-aid. This is literally, literally the opposite of a band-aid. <laughs> so the, the audio narration was very, very good and very, very good. uh it felt very real to me. I feel um, like this is a really good example of a book that is not DTF, but still a good book and you should read. You know what yes. I mean? Like, this is a great example okay. of the fact that if just because a book is not DTF does not mean you should not read it. 
and that is occasionally how I shouldn't occasionally read uh, our other I was gonna say like yeah. occasionally like I'm gonna step in just because something is not DTF. the other person to be clear I feel like we're all gonna have DTF books that you shouldn't read yes mm-hmm. yeah if we but haven't I, already um with now if I detract my 10 minutes of slash 15 minutes of Sabrina time. I we'll think make I it am. 15. I'm You're still time. longer than me. I don't know. <laughs> to be clear. Because <laughs> like, I was watching that time and I was like, mm, yeah, even taking away my time. Mm. If you took away every fucking time that I derailed us and the entire conversation, I love you, Haley. That was still long as fuck, but also like <laughs> worth it. <laughs> worth it. Because we're all scarred for life, and <laughs> I do need you to finish that series and tell me what happens. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's me. I'm done. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Thank, Thank God. Flames. All right. Cool, Kristen. <laughs> so I, like Haley, had some pretty specific ideas about what I wanted for this, and it's very similar to what I was talking about with Sabrina. Like her book wasn't sci-fi, so it's New Year, New Me. I really wanted something out of my comfort zone genre wise. Um, so I thought about doing, uh, I really thought about doing double header by the die phallic dude, uh, who is a man that is. who is supposedly that? has two penises in real life. It is a nonfiction. It is a memoir. Um, my friend told it to me after told me about it after she listened to the intro episode where we were talking about Sabrina's multi-penis categories on um, StoryGraph. But um, then I, I heard about some, I don't know, scandal and speculation about whether or not this guy is legit or, you know, and I was like, man, I just, I don't know if I have one, the energy to research whether or not it's a legit thing. And two, I don't know if I want to read a book about a dude, bro, just talking about his sexual conquests with his two 10 inch penises. No. Um, like that doesn't sound like a fun time to me. No, yeah, that sounds horrendous. <laughs> I feel like all of us, you can look at like, like all of us. And like when you said it again, I forget this audio, but like both Mariana and I squinched up our faces and are going, Mm-mm. yeah no thank, no, thank you. you yeah um so I, I didn't read that so again I don't know I like I said I did not have the energy to research but once I heard about the potential scandal and speculation I was just like man maybe not um so then I was gonna do my book club pick for last month with months which was Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. John Mandel um and that was really excellent like it's such a good book um, but I used my book club book for holiday. So I was like, man, I don't want to just keep falling back on book club books. Like that feels lazy. So, um, it's efficient. Never. It is efficient, yeah. but I did not do that. So this is the most, um, like, the prompt is New Year, New Me, and the name of my book slash novella is New Year, New You by, <laughs> by Evie Mitchell. And it is... <gasps> love her! I know, is that not I love my type? Her. Yeah, that's the author of Not My Type. Oh, yes. oh that's right. Okay. Oh. Um, so 
love her, love that series. Um, I will say there is this series is much, I mean, we'll get into it, but this series is much darker in the way of like the content that she's dealing with, shockingly, because the book is not dark, really. But anyway, so I am still very much on my bullshit. There's nothing new about me. But the title is New Year, New You. <laughs> so I love only that, gave it... Love that uh, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> um, I did only give it four noms, though, just because it is New Year, New You, not New Year, New Me. Um, and I was a little disappointed that it is very much in my wheelhouse of contemporary rom-com. So four noms for big brain stuffs. Um, really quickly, just for scores, pants, feelings, three noms, swoons, three noms, that ending though, three noms. I gave it a three star rating on. Wow. Very mid. Yeah. It's very mid. And I mean, it's only 80 pages. So, <laughs> you know, take yeah, love that for you. Low expectations here. Like as somebody uh, who is like a thousand pages, minimum, probably closer to like thirteen or fourteen hundred pages, and did not finish. Yeah, uh, love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's fine. It was good. Um, so in this book, well, sorry. I will say it's so weird. This is this book ha has amnesia trope in it, right? Um, I know Mariana's book. She hasn't told you about it yet. It also has amnesia trope. Twinsy, <laughs> twinsy. Um, the amount, like the amount of amnesia advertising and stuff that I have gotten since reading *Sunny Disposition* by Deanna Gray in November. Are you kidding me? We had that book in November. Emily Wilde's They are listening. They are freaking listening. <laughs> yeah. Emily Wilde's Map of the Other Lands in January. New Year, New You in January. Citadel, which is a television show on Amazon Prime, which includes amnesia as um, a key element. And The Other Zoe, which is a movie about amnesia on Amazon fucking Prime. So it's been wild. It's been a wild January. <laughs> I'm a little afraid for your 2024 that you're going to get amnesia. Are you, I was just going to say, like, are you, do you, how do you remember it all? Yeah. Like, I'm going to knock on wood for us. Yeah. Knock on wood for me. I don't have any plans to, but, you know, what, what are you going to do? I mean, like, to be yeah. clear, if anyone's going to get amnesia in 2024, so far, it's me. Yeah. Um, you were the one who was concussed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, real quick, I, I do want to say. I do want to say, my book, I forgot to mention this, does have a vampire priest. <gasps> Shut up. Oh, my God. Twinsies. Twinsies. Okay. So, just, okay. Yeah, Kristen and Mariana, you're twinsies. Kaylee and me, we're twinsies. Yeah. You're absolutely. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, in this book, Calvin and Emily are our couple. Um, they, so Emily on New Year's Eve or on New Year's Day wakes up in the hospital. She's looking for Calvin. She sees her doctor. Her doctor's like, he's out getting stuff for you at home. And 
I'm so Emily sorry. Thinks the it's five minute years you ago. said that, mm-hmm. the minute you said like she woke up in the hospital, I immediately flashed back. What was that closed door or almost closed door book that we both fucking loved, Kristen? Dream on. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Very. Oh okay. my god! I also read that this last year. So many amnesia books. Oh my god. Just gonna so anyway. say, listener, like don't cut this out, Mariana, because wrecking Dream On by a- All Day Every Day. Angie Hawkins. And yeah. That name. So good. So good. Y'all recommending that book every like two episodes is kind of part of our brand now. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Do we normally recommend it? Yes. Yes. Dream <laughs> on. Uh, I actually read no, 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 no. it and now I recommend it. <laughs> Yeah, oh I still haven't read it. I borrowed it from the library. Dream like, on, three sponsored times. by the Busy Bromna Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay, so now Mariana has a the three of us recommend book. I have a three of us recommend book because I have still not read that book. Cannot think the name of Undertaking it. of Heart. Yes, Mercy. have not read it. We're just waiting to hear what Kristen and Haley's are. One day, one day. Yeah. I don't okay. have one yet. Continue. Like Con- one tell, yet us, t- tell us about so, your amnesia after I forgot hospital. all about. <laughs> she mm-hmm. thinks it's five years ago. So she is very much in love with Calvin, her fiance. And um, they are living this like kind of boho lifestyle oh, together. Are they broken up now? Shh. Yes, Sabrina. Um, so... Because it is, in fact, five years in the future, they have already been married, already ruined said marriage, and are separated, not divorced, but separated, living apart from one another. Um, And, like, basically do not like each other. But, again, she is not that same person. She is Emily from five years ago not the Emily who kind of tanked her fucking marriage. Um, she tanked it? It's, we'll get there. It's a whole thing. Okay. Um, so, pants feelings. Um, they are very hot for each other. Like, even Calvin knowing all of the things that happened during their marriage, um, he is very, very, very much hot for her. There was no infidelity. That's not part of the reason that they split up. Um, So like that was never in question. They are into each other because it's only 80 pages. Like sex to page ratio is pretty high. Um, So that lended itself to higher noms for me, but it was just like, it would have been a two, but I gave it a three because it's only an 80-page novella and there was so much sex. Um, and the, the <laughs> well, most... hang on, though. Hang on, though. The amount of sex does not equate pants feeling. So, like, was it good sex? Yeah, it I was. I like it has to be good sex it, if Edie Mitchell is writing it. It really was. So, that's the thing. The, the scene, like, the big scene where they like go to this restaurant and they're in a booth, but it's kind of like almost raised from the rest of the restaurant, but also tucked out of the way. So you can only see part of the booth at the time. So 
they, I mean, she fully, like, removes her top. She's either not wearing a bra or takes her bra off in this booth in a public restaurant where they have spoken to his sister and her boyfriend, the police officer, who are having dinner at this restaurant. And he, like, fingers the crap out of her at this restaurant. And I was like, I'm not into that. Exhibition is, like, it's not really my thing. So, but I mean, it was hot on the page and I mean, but I'd be so stressed. I was so stressed the whole time I was reading this. I was like, when is the waiter going to come ask them how they're doing? You know what I mean? I feel like my response right now is akin to y'all's response when I was describing the tattoo removal. Like my anxiety over this like full on tits out finger bang in a booth in a restaurant is like, Uh Very much so. So stressful. Very much so. <laughs> um, so then we have swoons. And this was really hard for me to score. Because there's a lot about this book that is swoony. It's a second chance romance. They're so in love and hot for each other. And like, as you learn more about what happened during their marriage, like they never stopped loving one another. You know what I mean? They just like couldn't get over the other stuff going on, their own insecurities and things like that. So like in that way, it's very, very swoony. And the author, I mean, Evie Mitchell, she had excellent content warnings. She included trigger warnings. Like I knew all of this going in to the book that, the next couple of things I'm going to talk about were going to be included, but they really did impact how swoony I felt about what was going on because so the whole reason that their marriage kind of implodes is they are trust fund babies, both of them. Right. But they have chosen to like shoe the fortunes and they're going to like live their own lives and be, be these cute little, very privileged, annoying people who like, we don't need all that money, but we fucking have it at our disposal. So like we can do whatever we want and still pretend like we're good. It it was, that really irritated me. So sorry. That was my irritation coming out at that. (laughs) It was your privilege rant. I feel like that's okay. Yeah. Um, So that really irritated me and it was hard to get past because one of the things that they did was they said they would never like move on to the family compound and like get a job with dad. But she quit her job as a music teacher. He got a job with dad. They built like a freaking mini mansion on his parents compound and she started hanging out with his mom and being best friends with his mom and like being on all these fad diets and uh, like a country club wife, essentially, because internalized, well, and externalized fat phobia and like trying to be good enough for each other, essentially, which is so weird and dumb. Um, but- Tell us how you really fucking feel, Kristen. I was just thinking that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, like, 
I get wanting to like be your best self for your partner. Absolutely. And I get having insecurities around certain things, obviously, but they were so happy and had this whole plan. I don't know. It was, it was rough. It was really, really hard to wrap my head around it and not just throw the book at the wall. Rage. Yeah. So, they got divorced because, like, they became these, like, other people than who they wanted to be. Basically. Yes, they got separated, okay, yes. Okay. Because okay, she sorry. went full separated. Stepford wife, and he was, like, workaholic, only worried about his next bonus husband. And he was, like... Why? You have a trust fund. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and the big thing, like, I think the tipping point for him was she called his sister fat to her, like, to her face... You're fat you're, and you're, like you're talking about some serious things, Christine. Can I pause for a second and go back yeah. to the trust thing, fun thing yeah. for a second? Going back to the trust fun thing. Um, mm-hmm. to be clear, any listener that wants to give any of us a trust fund, yes, please, thank you. <laughs> okay with that. Just, oh, I yeah, I have nothing against trust funds in general. No, me either. Like general like it's not yeah. <laughs> it's not the saying. having of the trust fund. It is the changing for it. Don't worry, listener who gives us a trust fund. Nothing will change here. We will all still <laughs> forget to record. Even though we don't have jobs. We will all still forget to read a book. We will all still have, frankly, horrifying things to recommend or Ooh. not recommend at Haley. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all still, nothing will change here. Mm-hmm. So, like, just throwing that out there. Yeah, it wasn't the trust fund in general. It was the, we don't want to acknowledge our trust funds. We want to be hippies. It's not... That's not the right word, but like they wanted like, to act like for- free college students, but yeah. they could do that because they had fucking trust funds to fall back on. And it was really obnoxious. To be clear, I don't think any of us had that kind of college experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, they were just talking about like flitting away for their honeymoon to, I don't remember, like uh, the book is set in. Australia, I guess, because that is where Evie Mitchell is from, I believe. Either Australia or New Zealand. And so they were talking about like going to Fiji or maybe South America for their honeymoon. Maybe Morocco. I don't know. It was somewhere. And it was very much like they wanted to go backpacking, basically. And they never did. But it's like, again... You could do this. You could do that whenever you want to. Whenever like, you want. It doesn't have to be a honeymoon thing. Like, but and because fall. you had a trust fund and you just didn't. And it was weird. It was weird. It was weird. Um and to have this much angst over it for again an 80 page novella was a lot to to deal with. <laughs> um so That's where we're at. But I am also glad that they're back together because so she finds her diaries from the last five years. Oh, Um, I love that. So that's 
Yes. So that's how she goes on the journey of like what happened. Because like she was getting little snippets from Calvin, but he was also kind of being gentle with her because he's like, fuck, this is the woman I fell in love with. Like, this is the Emily that I love. I don't necessarily want to tell her about all the shit that I did when she was on her shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but she yeah. she read the diaries. And so you really see like this insecure, sad woman, like just trying to be good enough for her husband who's got this fancy new job and like getting invited to these galas and events and stuff it's really really sad and like because she's doing all these things trying to fit into what their new life is she's like kind of destroying the life that they had wanted together it was oh it was very sad but i'm very happy that they figured it out for each other you know which is why oh no, what's up? No, I was just like, they both had trust funds? Oh, yes. Okay. So, I don't know. I just, it's hard to like, then why does she feel like she needs to fit in to the... It was, yeah, strange. It was it, strange. Like, I don't... Okay, whatever. I was just, I was just clarifying. Because like, I can sort of see the I angst. think you just tapped into part of the reason that Kristen is so conflicted <laughs> about yeah, reading like, this I book. Can... Like, your question is Kristen the whole time going... <laughs> Because mm-hmm. I can understand the angst if, like, you have that separate, like, like if he comes from money and he has the trust fund and maybe she didn't. doesn't. Well, and so he, I had the same yeah. thought because, like, I grew up poor as shit. And so, like, I at first got it until I it clicked mm-hmm. that, oh, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's where the fat phobia really comes in. Because she was always bigger bodied. Because she's thicker. Yes. And so she was always an outsider in that way. So she was leaning into it at first. But then when he got the job at his dad's, I don't know. I don't even remember what he did. But when he got the job at dad's, like, let's call it a banking firm or whatever. Um and they started being more around those kinds of people. Um, she was like, well, now we're adults where I need to sense. be more like how they expect me to be. Mm-hmm. And well, she has to be so. Stepford wife. She thought so. Yes. Yeah. For them, but not for her and Calvin. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was very sad. The biggest Anyway, that's the that's a different story. Um, so three noms for that ending, though. They big spoilers all the way around. They sell their mansion. They do all the things that they said they were going to do in the future when they were just getting together. They buy a little cottage. There's an epilogue and it's fine. It's like a few years in the future. They've got some kids. Um, that's whatever they do. Yeah, you know. fucking course they do. The thing that really got me about the epilogue, just because I need you to know, this is still the most conflicting novella I've read recently, <laughs> is that she was surprised pregnant after he had gotten a vasectomy. No! I was no! so pissed. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they had two kids. He had a vasectomy. 
And it's a few years later and she's fucking surprised pregnant. And I was just like, are you kidding me? You could have stopped. You could have stopped. You could have stopped. You could have stopped. You probably should have stopped, but Oh, you're talking about the author. I was like, Yes, yes, it's like Oh, I could have stopped too. I'm sorry, guys. Well, no, if I think my fucking penis ball wielding motherfucker, like I'm not stopping. I like, I assume that he's shooting blanks or Exactly, exactly, exactly. They they're shooting blanks. Whoever yeah. the fuck. I would not yeah. stop. But then they have this beautiful part at the end where they have this new routine and tradition together where one of them asks, like, tell me your good memory from today. Because oh. she never recovered her memory. She just had what she was in her diary or whatever. Mm-hmm. So at the end of their day, they've always chosen one memory to like talk about with each other. I and say, I thought I that was really beautiful. love that. Because it, yeah, that's very sweet. I really like when they don't recover their memory and they just have yeah. to. That's part of the reason that I loved that so much in what I read. Where like, this is just gone. Mm-hmm. You have to fucking figure it out from here on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. Fourteen out of twenty noms. It is okay. DTF, hey. but it's just D. It's just okay. It's were you fun. about to say it's just D? Like where, <laughs> well, where are you going with that? I don't. I'm maybe decent. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's my turn. Also, and, just because okay, we've been so, giving each other hell about it, good job, Kristen, on uh, 20 minutes. You are officially <laughs> the shortest of the episode. Yay! Regardless Bet. of what comes out. <laughs> Bet, because I'm mostly running on vibes. No, no. Love Merely vibes. Right. For a book well, I read. Fucking give us your vibe. A month and a half ago. She does have help, though, because I have also read this book. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is actually a book that Kristen recommended me in our last full episode when I was like, I need, I need hockey oh my recs. God. You read a recommendation? I read a lot of our recommendations, actually. Um, <laughs> so Yeah, proud. but I'm following through this recommendation ooh, to ooh. recommend to all of you. Um, because whenever, like, so Kristen and I went to the hockey game. And then I was like, hey, I can't wait until we record to get these hockey recs. I need you to get me one, at least one, like, right now. And this is the one she was like, oh, oh, friend, I have a book for you. Um, it's Sunny Disposition by Deanna Gray. Y'all, I loved this book. This is a grumpy sunshine hockey amnesia gamer book mm-hmm. and it's like it hit so many things okay uh-huh. chris and i were have also talked about the fact that like sometimes we're really not feeling new adult mm-hmm. anymore and i think it's being like that's a mood 15 years out from college i'm like <laughs> oh oh that's not maybe not 15 years but like a good almost 10 uh yeah i'll be 10 years I, i'm so fuck sorry, you y'all. sabrina okay <laughs> <laughs> I am 15 years out from college, so fuck all y'all. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm just laughing because, like, Mariana, my friend, you went to grad school. That is still technically college. Like, yeah. Yeah, but she's, yeah, like, married and had a job. 
I'm yeah. But no, no, I get it because like I left college not that long ago because it did take me forever to get through college. And so like I still feel you though because mm-hmm. I was still in college looking at these youths. Yeah. Like what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you yeah. like this? And, like I I think that's part and like I I work for college and so I like work with students a lot and I'm like, oh my God, you absolute children. Look how little you are. You're so little and cute. And then like, I you look at them the way we looked at fucking kindergartners when we started college. You're like, oh my God, you're such a child. Hell, middle school, high school. We were like, oh, hmm. where's your past? Yeah, exactly. This is why like, Kristen, you were reading that high school like book with like the, all the high schools. And I, I can't, but here's the thing i'm so ready i I am one day away from reading all hail the next trilogy and like i'm ready (laughs) for it (laughs) and the thought of it makes me i would rather i would rather read a hundred tattoo removal scenes i was gonna say (laughs) you'd rather read than read you'd rather read self filet it was shockingly good (laughs) I, I just because like I my kids are at an all like can like a pre-k to high school school like I see these like high schooler kids you see all the time my children are like yeah it's it's like, like you see actual children yeah like, <laughs> like oh god like it just mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. like and also it. and also when they're like in like 10th grade or whatever and they're like blah 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 i'm so blah i'm like no you are a child mm-hmm. you are yeah you have no an idea absolute child again mm-hmm. though if you take them and you put them in a fantasy world i'm fine with it mm-hmm. <laughs> fine with it yeah um but okay i'm sorry high school yeah no no, no you're college. fine you're fine <laughs> i yeah that's the thing is like i guess like part of it is like working with students now i'm like i don't i don't want to know about your lives mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that manner <laughs> mm-hmm. but this one was so well written that like i was cool with it mm-hmm. i was like i wanted to know about their lives mm-hmm. so we have finn and naomi naomi i was like how do you say her name <laughs> <laughs> and it Finn is a hockey player at their college, Mendel Hawks. And um, it's, he's like, it's like the book starts and he's like, I love hockey. I would do anything to play hockey, but I would also do anything to be with her. And you're like, who is her? And then you find out that he is a moderator for a, um, like a streamer, like a game streamer. And so he's a moderator for her. And so they have like built this friendship and like completely online and they're like chatting away and he finishes this hockey game and they win and it's great. And he's like, I can't like, they're like, I'm so nervous to meet you, but I'm so excited. So they're going to meet for the first time after his game. And it's like super exciting. And so... During the game, he gets in a fight 
and like some stuff happens because of course hockey mm-hmm. and it's fine you're like huh okay is it's a it stress uh, there for you, hashtag okay. concussion times brain injury huh? times not yet mm. hold on so that's you think you're like oh something's gonna happen and then no it's fine so he's leaving hey you're like touching your desk it's popping yeah i heard it too sorry you're good yeah okay so he like he's leaving he's about to leave the game and all of his friends are like oh my god he's going to meet her how exciting and he gets jumped by the people he got in a fight with during the game. Fuck! And they, yeah, and they, like, beat him up, but also, like, knock him to the ground, and he, like, catches his head, mm-hmm. and then has, like, a huge gash. No. And does not go to meet her, because he has to go to the emergency room. Yeah. So we, like, come to him a little while later, and he has forgotten everything like he knows i think like the like kind of like the basics but like doesn't really know his family doesn't really know it doesn't remember any of his friends like anything and like completely ghost her and she's like what the fuck and so after several days he's like hey sorry about that like you know i was in the hospital and then like never mentions it again and she he's like she's the only thing like reading through their messages like he's like oh she's so comforting and like i apparently like her messages are the only thing that were like an everyday thing in his life and so he's like okay obviously she was like super important and he's like able to piece together that like he was supposed to meet her but didn't show up and all that it's i'm gonna very upset devastating yeah it's like it's so sad so they so then it's like a little while later like i think a couple months later yeah i think so and like then we cut to naomi and naomi is like a very hard-working woman she like was orphaned and had been like in and out of foster care and all this stuff. And she like is able to go to this college, like after she had been like an online student for a while. And then now is like finally able to like go and like work and like be at this school. And like, it's a great deal, but she has like, she lives in this rent house and she shares it with, she has to like share it with three other guys. And part of the deal is she has to be like the housekeeper and all of this stuff for the house. And she gets like half rent. So it's a really good deal. But she has to live with these three hockey men. Ooh, who could one of the men be? Ooh. Yeah. It's one of them is Finn. And Finn, like, so they never met face to face. And so like they don't. And like Wait. they don't know each other's real name. <gasps> Nothing. And so she's like, oh, weird. Like, okay. She meets the guys, and it's um, oh my god. It's not three hockey guys. It's four, isn't it? It's four. I'm sorry. It's four. Um, and so it's four hockey guys and her live in this house. And 
like three of them are delightful, especially this guy, Sam, who's like kind of the leader of the pack, like very nice. And then this one really grumpy guy who just like hates her on sight, it seems. And like, oh, he's so grumpy. It's Finn, but he's very grumpy. And for the reason he's grumpy is like, he doesn't remember anything. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like if anyone is allowed to be grumpy, it's that person. Right? Like, yes. Yeah. That's allowed. <laughs> yes. But here's the thing is Finn has been lying to everyone in his life and has told them that, yeah, I, I totally remember all of that. And I know, sir, I, I remember it. I'm good. No, nope. sir. Doesn't remember anything. It's a new year. Mm-hmm. New him. New Because he's a different person. Because <laughs> he has no memory i feel like yeah that tracks yeah like yeah prompt fulfilled it's kind of a thing throughout the book where he's just like he's really fighting with this um like this like expectation that everyone wants him to go back to being like his regular self but he's like i don't know who that is and i like who i am now and, like, why doesn't everyone else like who I am now? I think like, that was my favorite part of that fucking book. Yeah. It was, it was like so cool. Take. Yeah. yeah. It's just, like, watching him kind of struggle and, like, having to, like, slowly, like, slowly over the book, he, he like, starts telling people, like, starting with, um, I think he starts with Sam mm-hmm. um, or someone else. And then he's just kind of, like, like, the hockey bros are the first people who are, like, uh, like they're all like hey we know you're not fully there because sometimes you just look at us like glazed eyes like <laughs> when we're trying to be like ha ha remember that time and you're like ha yeah like yeah. well i'm one of the guys <laughs> he's been friends with since he was little right yeah like yeah. i think like elementary school mm-hmm. like they like lifelong friends and so finally he has to like tell everyone Confess. and get them to accept the fact like he is a new person. But so all of this, the one constant in his life, even in his recovery, has been the streaming and like being friends with it's Chai is her name and like online name and it's Naomi. And so he recognizes her first because she does the streaming. So he recognizes her voice. And then like as they're texting, she's like, yeah, it sucks. I have new roommates, but like one of them hates me. And then he's like, Oh no, no, I'm the one who hates her. I'm the one. And I'm just like scared. And so it's just like a slow thing. And then like, of course, Naomi is having this like whole thing in the background where she's like slowly, like she's still like really dedicated to like her online friend and like really interested in him. And like, they were going to meet up and like, this like woulda coulda should have like kind of vibe but then like slowly her and finn are getting closer the whole time ah! and so she's like torn between the two like the classic trope of like torn between the two but it's the same person oh ah! i fucking love that trope mm-hmm. it's just so, out but i love that trope. same oh you do uh, I mean, fucking love that, that. Um, spoiler alert i was just about to say yes like yes it is (laughs) yeah yeah it's a you have a type mariana 
I do. I think it's also like I love um, epistolary, mm-hmm. and like it's like the modern day equivalent. Like, well, so like about epistolary, kind of on a tangent, but like one of my favorite tropes that we can't really do anymore is like wrong number, that whole thing, yes. and like mm-hmm. this is this is the now equivalent like the 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 version of it that is still plausible yeah yeah that this is definitely kind of that vibe but being like wrong number because i don't have a memory (laughs) Mm -hmm. and okay so big brain thoughts give myself a five because i was just like absolutely (laughs) i'm so smart absolutely (laughs) uh swoons a four i i feel like that's almost too low it's a swoony book Mm. like finn is like in his feelings about her and like just like talks about it and like the new new finn is like working on being emotionally mature in a way that like you know do you know if like old finn would have been i don't know and everything and just being like upfront about things and like working to be and like going through his journey of like his thought process is spoony in of itself to me of him like learning to be like I like the new me mm-hmm. and I other people should too and I was like they should Finn you're right sweet <laughs> little baby yeah it's very cute um he does have to like relearn hockey all over again that was a whole nother that sounds fucking terrible yeah yeah mm-hmm. like he's of course talented at it and like good at it but like he has to relearn the game basically mm-hmm. that he's been playing fucking his entire not. life like that just makes me think Ugh. of like me doing roller derby and like i i don't want to relearn that i don't <laughs> yeah. want to relearn how to skate and i'm fucking dealing with that right now because i feel like i don't know how to skate <laughs> i'm like <laughs> never again <laughs> if you have a skill practice that skill if you want to keep that skill yeah yeah um pants feels i'll give it like a three and a half no i'll give it a yeah i'll go three and a half it's not a super spicy book but the it was there like when they did when they did get it on they got it on and they were not afraid of dirty talking to each other i fucking Mm. love the way that she described his thighs I don't. It was so good. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, Tell the he's class. a he's a thick man, and so yeah, and just she is obsessed with his legs. Yeah, she like it's like a regoing thing, regoing thing, and like. Uh, I did fully yeah. think that and you were like, saying rego and then like those are <laughs> names, and I was like, what book is that? Like, what yeah. book are we discussing right now? Because, like, so I'm interested. Yeah, so one of the, like, really hot things that happens whenever they do it is the fact that she's, like, like, they tell each other, like, how they've been, like, thinking about each other and how they've, like, pleasured themselves to thoughts of one another, like, while they're, like, fooling around. It's very spicy. Mm-hmm. But then she's, like... I actually have like a thought that like I really want to try with you (laughs) and 
it was it's basically her being fully dressed and then like hit and then like sitting on his face yeah um and she's like part of it is um part oh my fantasy was born of years of consuming regency romance films the balls and manners weren't one made me fall in love with the era it was the dresses thick long and perfect for hiding someone if they were going down on you Mm-hmm. And so basically, it's I feel her, like, very seen right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like her, like, being like, I want to live out this moment with you. And he's like, Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, he is enthusiastically there for it. Like, he's there for anything that makes her happy. Mm-hmm. It's just very good. Um, and, like, it's a good, like, two chapters of, of like, one oh, sex. Oh. Like, it was good three and a half four stars because like it's not a lot but it was like are you laughing at sex (laughs) i had to mute myself like i was holding it in and i was like fucking mute that mic sabrina because you're about to blow it out the stratosphere (laughs) yeah um but it's just like really good uh okay big brains is five swoons what did i say four okay oh yeah we'll go with four because like it was swoony like all of it was just like (sighs) i don't know like watching them like recognize each other and then like like him recognizing her and then being like ah how do i tell her and then her being like i'm torn between these two men but it's not two men it's one man (laughs) and then like they're just very open and honest with each other afterwards like there's like no third act breakup. Like, I'm gonna be open and honest with all of that. you right now. Y'all make me realize I just fucking throw out nom. I am such a generous nom giver. Yeah. Like, like yeah. to be clear, what you are describing in this book, I'd be like five. Uh- five. <laughs> five. Yeah. Five five. Like four. Four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there is like a whole like subplot going on about like crooked coaches and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But like it was kind of like a weird underplot. I don't know. It was also, interesting, but I'll be honest. If we read the book, awesome. If not, we're not interested right now. Yeah, like <laughs> that's not that's not that's what, not what we're here for. <laughs> Yeah, it's absolutely not what we're here for. Um, but yeah, so like all of that's happening like kind of in the background. Um, he has to like face off the guy who like gave him a concussion at some point, and like that's a little tense and everything. Um, but and then it's very cute because like like they live together, but then they start to live together, and it was very cute, like same room they share a room and everything it's very sweet yeah four i'm sorry four (laughs) okay it's a five because Finn is very swooty like he just like at the end he's just kind of like i love her i like Like, how this episode is turning into me bullying (laughs) y'all into yeah that ending though um i'm gonna give it a four and a half because like kind of like the subplot just kind of like came in out of nowhere, and I was like, I don't what, <laughs> and um, but overall, 
just delightful. Kristen, what's my math? <laughs> Hold on, I haven't finished yet. I like how yeah, you're like not even trying. Mariana, like you're like I'm not interested. Um uh Kristen. <laughs> she is honest. This is an all vibes thing. She doesn't have room. <laughs> vibes are taking everything. She doesn't have room for numbers, okay? No math. Hey, we're all like, vibes. I support we're it. We're on like less than four to hours. To be clear, asleep. I also <laughs> did not do the math like i support mariana in this like this is a fully when has this podcast ever not been a fully vibe podcast mm-hmm. like kristen comes with notes like every time like a beautiful professional yeah which is um, why the rest of us slack and if kristen ever comes without notes we're gonna suffer for it <laughs> frankly I just like kick open a door and I'm like, I'm here. What's up? <laughs> um, I've also stated before that I leave my math doing for our resident scientist. Um, well, I think my favorite part is that like resident scientists literally have a math degree. Like if anybody should be doing the math, it's me. But like, fuck that. I'm here on vibes. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for a good time, not for a long time. Um <laughs> Anyway, I feel very seen. 18 and a half feels <laughs> feels perfect. This was a delightful book. I um did it kind of almost put me in a book slump because it was so good. Yeah. Um I haven't read the next book yet, which is Team Players, which is Sam uh Finn's best friend's book. But that one is like the it's Sam who's the captain of the men's hockey team. And then the captain of the women's hockey team, and they 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 hang out and kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, eighteen and a half. It was delightful. I think everyone should read this book. Um, as much as I'm not a big like young adult person, this one's scratch. I'll be reading everything Deanna Gray puts out. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. so good. Highly recommend. Also, bet I know that was less than twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like to be Did clear, it make any sense? No, the no. actual yes. like the episode itself. None of you will understand how long me and Haley were because Mariana is a goddess, yeah. <laughs> and she's gonna fucking cut our shit, just yeah. slash it. There are many pretty- tangents. <laughs> Uh, isn't that cover so cute, though, Haley? It is. Sorry, I, I was on mute because my kids oh, yeah. are wandering around in the background. Um, yes, and I realized when I I went to like put it in to add it to my want to my TBR, and I already had. It's already on my <laughs> want to read. I'd already yeah. saved it, so I'm very. Excited. It's on my I'm, TBR too. I'm pretty sure. So we like. Have it. At the bookstore. I think we got it in at the at the bookstore. I'm going to fucking read this oh. before you, Haley, and that is going to be our first Haley, all three of us, wreck it book. <laughs> Not if I, I am it planning first. it. I was going to say, Gauntlet's Throne. We'll see what happens no, you're next not time, to do folks. That. I already have. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm pretty sure I'm the fastest reader out of all of us. So, like, if I really put my yeah, mind yeah. to it... I did Don't fucking I read it, Haley. I think it's an important note um, that I did leave out is that Naomi is a black woman um, and a streamer. And it's very sweet because Deanna Gray 
dedicates this book to for all of the black and queer cozy game streamers. Thank you so much for creating safe spaces. And I just think that's really sweet and adorable mm-hmm. and like a little homage to like the streaming, like that certain subsect of the streaming community. Yeah. But yeah, um, like it does play a point and it's very good. Highly. I love this book. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite books to end last year with. Um, yeah. Let's get wrecked. Let's do it. So I'm going to start it off. Um, you uh, requested Olympics. Yeah. Mariana. Um, literally my first thought, and I could not think of anything beyond it. All of us have literally read it because I'm saying heated rivalry. <laughs> Every day. Reed. <laughs> like, Every we've fucking it. day. You, we've all read it multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And like, we know I'm not a rereader, but like listener, uh, we're all recommending heated rivalry. Yeah. By Rachel Reed. We have a group chat that spawned because of that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like every two to three days, I think of something that reminds me of Heated yes. Rivalry, and it takes me, I come this close to a reread. Yeah, so I literally, yeah, whenever when, I asked for Olympic, I was when like, when it popped into my head, I was like, I literally. I can't think of a single other Olympics book that I've Ooh. ever read in my life. So, like, here here to you, Kristen. Passing it I over can. to you. Game Changer by Rachel Reed. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, how much trouble do I get in if I just bring Keto Rivalry next week? Like none. I, literally no trouble. Not. I would love for you to it's, do that. Like, I had the same thought, so like you have to claim it now. Dips. Dips, 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 dips. Okay. I did I've been itching for a reread. <laughs> and the Lord just said, Here you go. Here you go, baby. You just dropped it on my lap. Um, I did have a high spice good plot recommendation for oh, you though. You and it is Lizards Hold the Sun. By Danny oh. Trujillo. Um, yeah. The, I didn't realize that was a spicy book. It is. It was kind of shockingly spicy, actually. But she is an archaeologist, yeah. and it takes you through, um, like, the breaking ground at her site to creating this museum on indigenous land um, mm-hmm. with this tribe. And it's really awesome. It's so good. Um, and this, I mean, the sex is good. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And and the main character you described, um, you, what, one thing you really loved about Sunny Disposition was uh, those thick thighs. The, mm, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. main, uh, the male protagonist is also a thick man. He is. Callahan. Um, so Sabrina, you requested like being taken care of after or during yeah, Todd, yeah, Todd during his health recovery or while mm-hmm. you're sick. Um, like, so I like to be clear, the reason is that after being concussed and all of those things, a friend did come take care of me, but like I would have killed somebody in my concussed state 
did not, to be clear, did not. Mm-hmm. Um, now you know of. To be... That, that's kind of <laughs> where I was going with that. Um, but, like, I would have killed, maybe did, to be snuggled and fed food. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so what I have for you, because I haven't really... I've screamed about it a little bit in the group chat, but I haven't really been letting it take over the group chat, but I have been on a rabbit hole. You guys, I'm taking a page out of Sabrina's book and I have been just tearing through the side changeling series. They're so good. They're so good. (laughs) Um, And that is what I recommend to you because those side changeling books have so many pretty much like not hurt, every comfort, book, kind of. every other book. Yeah, <laughs> like, truly, some, one of them goes be through something, some kind of a traumatic experience, and the and other one. Ta- ta- this is a is perfect thing bad. because I think I stopped at book eight because I felt. Oh, there's so I many got, more now. I got this. I bet there were there's so like many more, more when I fucking got distracted because I'm a mood reader. <laughs> yeah, and this might be the kick <laughs> I need to get back into it. They're so good. So, yeah. So, I was, for Hurt Comfort, I was going to recommend um, Two Rogues Make a Right by Kat Sebastian. Mm. That is my all-time favorite being tatad book. Um, it's a chronically ill main character, and so he has to be tatad a good bit. But that is – actually, I think in that whole series, there's some kind of, like, Hurt Comfort, Sick Comfort, like, sick bed scene. Um but like that one especially is just the softest being tatad and covered and beautiful. I love that book. God damn it. I'm going to reread it again. But not before you reread a huge rivalry. Not before we reread a rivalry. <laughs> I guess mine for, for being tatad would be the first, my introduction to this. Like I did not know this was a whole like trope thing. Um, but it was The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Like the, oh, yeah. the six. That's scene. a good one. Um, That's such a good one. And then I always go back to I'm so sorry, Sabrina. Um, Kenny Fuck. Reed, the Cletus <laughs> book with Jen. No. Yes. Wait, why Is are you sorry? I fucking love that science. series. Yeah. Why are you sorry about this? Oh, yeah. I forget that you read it. I, I somebody who hasn't read it. Is it Kristen? Kristen has. I've oh, read that have. one. Oh, Beard Science? Oh, you have. That book. I haven't read the whole series, whole series. but I have read that book because Cle- I had to know what <laughs> Cletus was all about. Um, Cletus. I would also like to put out there that Moon-Blooded Breeding Clinic has <laughs> a like that. Oh, shit. By CMS Costa. Ooh, oh, my God. How many of us... Rabbit. How many of yes. us have yeah. pre-ordered that fancy new book full moon frenzy or milked milk milk yeah oh. all of us yeah i'm all sorry what is full moon frenzy traps book yeah trap. and it's like a fancy version no 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 it's just the next i'm gonna get that <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah no we're all excited about that i thought you were saying another fancy beautiful version of a book that i already own that i oh am God. going to spend my hard-earned money on a beautiful box set she's for the Hemings going brothers to. she's, she's going got to, to. Yeah. at cm nescosta please 
<laughs> you have at least four people set. who are going to purchase it, even though most <laughs> of us get it anyway. Leather bound, gilt edges. Gimme that leather old bound werewolf. Oh. oh. Okay. Right. So at the end of this, I will have three copies of Morning Glory Milking Farm yes. on my shelf. The ebook and the audiobook. Yeah. I love it. You know what? We support you. It's already like it is canon from episode one that we are a CMNIS Costa, like secretly a CMNIS Costa fan pod. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's honestly a miracle that we do not come to every episode. Because to be clear, we could make we could. all of the prompts that we have so far done work for a CMN. Yeah. We could. I can like, make it. Um, um, Kristen, I only have for you for Kristen as for cat burglar, and I yet again can only think of the cat Sebastian, <laughs> the the crimes of Marion Hayes, the perfect crimes of Marion. That was Hayes, one of my regs. and the queer principles of of Kit Sebastian. Yeah, um, of Kit Webb. Sorry. So uh, <laughs> this is not exactly. Um, light crime technically a felony but worth it uh grand theft nye by katrina Ooh. jackson oh, i, I would have i would i would have done that for this if i didn't already do it for hbs and i don't cross books between pods it is so fucking good and so fucking hot and so fucking fabulous like nice. that's because Katrina Jackson writes the hottest books I've ever read. Yeah, yeah. they're so yeah good. accurate. Cause yeah, anyway, yeah. felony, but like like crime, it's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I didn't need the crime to be light. I just meant like kind of more cozy was what I was looking for. Oh, well then, like but. this fits. Nice. Big brain stuffs five. <laughs> Um, I have for light crime for Kristen. So it turns out um, I do like a thief. Um, yeah. Yes, but you do. I do. Um, and my husband also usually plays thieves in um, <laughs> like his like RPG games. Like if there's a thief guild, he's generally like in that. Um, so maybe that's. I don't know. I was just gonna say life reflects. Yeah, I guess. Art. <laughs> um, so I had a few. Though most of mine are not romance. That's okay. Um, So, my... If you're going to wreck non-romance to anybody on this pod... It would be Kristen. Kristen is the one to do it. Um, So, the first one is a romance. It's a Regency. I think they... um, It's The Autumn Bride by Anne Gracie. And it's a Regency where she is was a like well-to-do came from well-to-do family but then they fell on hard times and her dad became like had to like became a brigand to like feed the family (laughs) and then was murdered and so then they came on even harder times and so now she does light crimes to provide for her sister sister sisters i don't know um and then she breaks into an old lady's house and um 
turns out the old lady's like being abused by her servants and then she like helps save the old lady and then they the old lady takes her and her sister in um Hell yeah. and it's really cute but it's like crimes because she's a cat burglar um and then i wanted to recommend which is not a romance though it has romantic elements in it um one of my absolute favorite series which is the queen's thief series by oh my god waylon is her last name megan wallen turner this first one is the the thief and it follows the protagonist eugenides it's like a fantasy series and it is epic and sweeping and he is like i feel like it's loosely based on like greek and sort of roman like mythology but he is a thief, like the best thief ever. And it's, I don't want to give too much away, but oh, it is, it is very twisty and turny. And Ooh. he is like the best character without being, you know, sometimes the heroes that are like the best, they just are kind of turned out Ball to be flat. like obnoxious. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, he's incredibly flawed but still very like talented mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just, mm. and he's a short King. And then like, there's like his, I don't want to give away. Oh, it's, it's very, very, very good. And okay. I will reread this series and the audiobooks are very good as well. And it's one of those incredible world building and incredibly plotted. And I just love everything about it. And then the last one is um, my book club book pick this this month, <laughs> which is A Darker Shade of Magic by V.E. Oh. Schwab. Mm-hmm. That one's been on my list. Um, I love her. Gotta, she's a thief. One of the main characters is um, is a thief. And it's I've already read it. Um, it's so It's very good. It's another favorite. I think I'm due for a reread of it because it's um, – it's just, just that it's, good. Yeah, it's just that good. It could be a bit spicier, but it's more it's more YA in that aspect, even though there's gotcha. a lot of um like adult, more adult like politics and themes and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I like. I'm also just gonna throw out there, um as a light thief, light light crime uh recommendation. Not a book. Just go play Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Nice. Um, for Mariana, I for a leap year Olympics, I did not have anything. However, I did find this gym when I was searching for it, which is um Diamond on Ice by Lacey Dancer. It was first published in March 1st, 1991. And oh, yeah. Wait, hang I, on. You haven't read this book? Nope. Uh, but I did read okay. the, the synopsis and I felt like I need to read it to y'all. Um, Jason Stark. I'm just going to say Ice that Man. as somebody who has been reading a lot of things uh-huh. from pre 2000 over the last couple of months, um, interesting choice. <laughs> to um, recommend well this 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 sold it for me because he's an olympic gold medalist was a dazzling master of silver blades perfection on ice but inside jason felt like an imposter 
a showman who glided and twirled to escape the black emptiness that ate away at his soul. He had reached the height of its success, but at what price? How fucking Keeps- dare you? Unable Jesus. to keep performing, Jason canceled his tour and went off to search for a skater from the past. Ten years ago, Diana Diamond has been a teen phenomenon on ice, blazing across the mirrored surface like living fire. But she had withdrawn from skating competition just before her first Olympic tryouts. Over the years, Jason had wondered what drove her to leave the ice. Soon, after he met her, she becomes his only obsession. Oh my god. Oh, uh, this seems like it's gonna end in a crime. It does. Uh, it does. So mm. it might count as light crime. Too. Light crime. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. It sounds like based it'll on end in Kristen's uh, interest and explanation of what counts as light crime, based on that synopsis, I don't think it's gonna be light. Mm-mm. <laughs> one of the the other books that came on up on that list was um my coach my stalker so um you know oh no Mm. that that's a crime to be do we think there's going to be olympics in it though Mm. it came up on an olympic list Please pause while Haley yeah. speed reads the whole yeah. thing to tell us if Excuse it has me. Olympics in it. Divine, my diving trainer Everett has coached me all the way to the Olympics. Now I'm competing on a world stage for a gold medal. But when he we arrive in Tokyo, my technique is off. Okay, so if I if I read that next week, don't worry about it. <laughs> I would, Kristen. I would concuss kill somebody. For you to come on to the fucking episode next week with a book <laughs> written in 1999 or 91. Sorry. We'll see. We'll um, see what happens. Hey, my coach, my stalker was published 2021. So there you go. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, uh, Haley, you mm. were severely disappointed by, uh, what you ended up reading for this prompt. And so you actually requested books for this prompt. Um, I am going to recommend, firstly, Mistletoe and Mishigas by M.A. Wardell. Okay. Because it borders on New Year's, and both of these characters learn things about themselves and love themselves. And then one of them specifically learns to really love themselves beyond just face value loving themselves. And then you may have already read this. Um I'm going to say bad guy and also worse guy. Ooh, I have by Ruby yeah. Dixon because both of those books they are clones. That's right. Of a different character, like, a, well, not a character. We never see them on page, as far as I can remember. Uh, but they're clones and have to figure themselves out. Okay, and- I almost asked for clone books, so... Well, hey, <laughs> hey, here you are, my friend. Just check out Ruby Dixon, it's fine. Oh, yeah, Like, for the sure. most recent stuff. Yeah. Um, Haley also mentioned Bait and Switch, so mm. on the one hand, I was like, I don't necessarily want to recommend a book that I thought was going to be fabulous and fell a little flat. So I'm going to go with something that 
you might not expect to love because it's no spice closed door tbr but i can promise you it's fabulous and it's the no show by beth o'leary um i love beth o'leary i will always recommend her books um but it is a little bit of a bait and switch because there is no spice whatsoever um um but if also if any of y'all come across a recently turned vampire just trying to live their life slash second chance romance book um i would really that is what i wanted to bring to the table and that is what i was not able to let me point you back to my recommendation from last book which is um and i found a dowry of blood Ooh, okay. A Dowry of Blood by S.T. Gibson. Very gothic, very dark, but it is about newly turned vampires figuring out their stuff. I um, And I did find the exact book, sort of, that I wanted, except not it was not a romance, which was um, The Utterly Uninteresting and Unadventurous Tales of Fred the Vampire Accountant by Drew <laughs> Which is basically about a man. <laughs> that's who is the title. Yeah, that's the that's the title. He is a he's a he lives a boring life. Um, he dies a boring life. He becomes a vampire, and then he just gets up and goes back to his life as an accountant. Um, nice, good for him. Yeah. I love that. That makes me think of the energy vampire from uh, yes. what we do in the shadows. I want to say Craig. It's not Craig. I don't remember his name, but the one from the TV show. Yeah. So what's our prompt for next next episode? I can't remember. Episode eight. It's going to be leap year, which also oh, happens yeah. to be Olympics and election year. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. There's so many things. You just kind of stacked them up. But leap year was the. <laughs> was the OG prompt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Love that uh, Mariana has already dibsed heated rivalry. Uh, are any of us yeah. fighting over red, white, and royal blue for election year? I thought about it, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to either, but it would work. It does yeah. work for sure. Mm-hmm. So if anyone out there wants to read to prompt, theoretically, red, white, and royal blue works. <laughs> But more importantly, read Heated Rivalry just because, like, not enough people have read it. And, like, I just really encourage everyone to read it. Truly. Do you want to tell you about it more next episode? So my litmus test for friendship is generally Morning Glory, Milking Farm, and Heated Rivalry. Like, I will start with, like, Morning Glory, Milking Farm, but then I'll be like, but, like. I love that your start is MGMF. You're like, let's already just launch into it with fucking (laughs) sex work and bucket yeah. loads of minotaur yeah. come people need i don't need like i don't have time for people to figure things out mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. me like i don't like i'm not trying <laughs> for a bait and switch i just need to be upfront. <laughs> like if we're going to be friends this is where we have to start and then we'll just carry it's on okay mine is strange love where can we find us or where can you listeners can find us, find us? Um, at thebusyromnivores.com, on Instagram at thebusyromnivores, and on Storygraph occasionally at the busy at the busy romnivores. What a fucking call out! I am I haven't I haven't touched it.
<sighs> anyway, uh, until next time, we're on the force. Stay hungry. Read voraciously. And don't forget your sunscreen. <laughs> Bye. Bye.